Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 187 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Great to have you with us again. Hey, we are gathering and developing emerging leaders from all over the globe, and we are focusing on becoming all that God has created us to be. Today, we're continuing our series on transition. And boy, oh boy, is this generating a lot of comments and interaction because a lot of people are there right now. Today, we're talking about the reconnaissance process. Well, as we said, we're continuing our series on transition. It's been a wonderful series so far, and I trust that it's helping you to navigate some of the more challenging things that relate to change. If you've not heard episode 179, 181, 183, 185, respectively, uh, you might want to go back and listen to those in sequence. Uh, we certainly are building this series sort of case by case, line upon line. I'd love for you to to get the scope and the full feel of what we're doing here, but certainly we welcome you today to this episode, and I know you're going to benefit greatly from it. In our last episode, we talked at about phase number three of the transition process, which is disconnect. And boy, have we gotten a lot of great feedback on that. Today, we're dealing with the topic of reconnaissance. And I bet most of you have never really heard that word used in this context. So let's go right now to session five and find out more about this reconnaissance thing. We're talking about transition. So far, we have covered two of the more uncomfortable stages in the transition process, discontent and disconnect. These are especially difficult as they require us to embrace the possibility and the probability of change and deal with the reality of the practical and oftentimes painful process of letting go, leaving behind, or significantly adjusting our prior relationships, our prior contexts, and the environments in which we've been operating in life. Change is not easy, but it is worth it if one is willing to walk out the process. Once you've said yes to transition, once you've said yes to change, and once you've actively engaged this quest for your next level, the next step in the process is what I call reconnaissance. Now, you'll remember there are four stages to successful transition. They are discontent, disconnect, reconnaissance, and we'll be talking in our next session about redeployment. But in this session, I'm going to share with you how you can effectively and accurately discern and discover what has been waiting for you on the other side of transition.
of the greatest challenges in the process of transition is, well, simply not knowing. What do you mean, Brian? Well, listen, I'm a visionary. I'm a strategist. I am a planner. Imagine the the consternation I feel when I've said yes to this invitation to go higher, to to rise to a new level, to go into something maybe totally different than what I've been doing. I've said yes. And of course, that leads to gradually disconnecting from past relationships, past associations, uh, maybe even having to disconnect from and walk away from limiting beliefs that I've held to for so many years. And so I'm making some big commitments. I've said, yes, I'm disconnecting. But boy, oh boy, is it frustrating and sometimes, uh, well, let's just say it's a little anxious because we still can't see where we're going. Many times we have no clue what is just around the corner because it's not yet been revealed to us. Well, on one hand, this is a a problem. On the other hand, it's really how... Healthy transition works. Most times, you will not be completely clear on where you are headed or how you're going to get there. I'm going to say that again. Most times in the transition process, you're not going to have the total complete picture. (laughs) You're not going to be clear on exactly where you're going to land up, and you really don't have a clue as to how you're going to get wherever there is. The truth is, ladies and gentlemen, it requires a great deal of trust and a great deal of patience. In my case, I would tell you that it has been an exercise of faith in God. It's been an exercise in trusting that wherever he's invited me, he's going to help me get there. (laughs) It's also required a willingness on my part to take it one day at a time. You see, I'm the kind of person where I want to figure it all out. I want to have a blueprint, a plan, a sketch, an engineer's signature on the deal. I want to have all the answers in place before I execute, before I act, before I take a step of faith, before I I do anything. I want to have all the I's dotted, all the T's crossed. And yet, that's really not how this journey works. For people like me, and I expect people just like you, this can be challenging to say the least. Why? Well, many times I've heard this wonderful bit of advice. Never leave point A until you know exactly where point B is. That sounds pretty sound to me. I, I mean, I understand the logic there, and quite honestly, it's probably there's probably some wisdom in that. However, when you're on this kind of a journey, when especially if you're a person of faith, I will share with you, it's my experience and the experience of many of my peers and colleagues that most times when you're going to go to the next level, you have to say yes to leaving point A before you even see where point B is. I suggest to you that if you're going to successfully come into the full potential, the full expression of what that new level is offering you, you're going to have to walk it out day by day. You're going to have to see the picture one little piece at a time, and you're going to have to experience it one step at a time. So let's talk about this reconnaissance thing. Let's define it. What does reconnaissance mean? Most of us think of reconnaissance 
in terms of military operations. However, I want to just take a little different angle on this today. By definition, reconnaissance means to inspect, to observe, or survey in order to gain information, clarification, and ultimately clear strategy. Let me give that to you one more time. Reconnaissance means to inspect, to observe, or to survey in order to gain information, clarification, and ultimately clear strategy. Another definition is, it speaks of surveying an area or a region. In our case, it would be the opportunity or the possibilities that exist in our lives. What a powerful picture. What an incredible look at how we can survey our future. It's also a picture of how our future is often revealed to us in sections, in compartments, in pieces. And many times it's revealed in the context of collaboration and relationship and connectedness. When you talk about transition, I would suggest that reconnaissance is the active pursuit of gathering information, seeking clarity, discovering new opportunities, and discovering new areas of possibility. And in that process, doing so by connecting with new people. Here it is again. Reconnaissance is the active pursuit of gathering information, seeking clarity, discovering new opportunities and areas of possibility, and connecting with new people. That's my definition of reconnaissance. It's like updating the operating system of your life by replacing old files and processes with fresh updated ones. If you have any type of computer, any type of smart device, an iPhone, an Android device, uh, very frequently you'll get a notification to say it's time to update your operating system. Why? Because through the process there are new files, there's new information, there's new th new code that's been written that is for the current time and it's going to handle the applications uh, that you're using on that device in a more effective, more efficient way. Here's the thing about us. You, you and I, we just get set in a particular operating system and we stay there many times for our whole life. Yet transition is about moving from one level to the other level and in order to do so, well, you need an operating system update. Another metaphor you could consider is it's like recalibrating your destiny compass to newly updated geometric information. One of the craziest, most frustrating things is if you're using uh, any type of map feature or GPS feature and the data you're using to get where it is you're trying to go is old data. It's outdated data. There's new information, but you don't have it on the machine. Therefore, you might land up somewhere that you don't want to be. Reconnaissance is about researching and finding and observing and surveying and gathering the information you need to reprogram the internal mechanisms that are going to guide you to that next level in a very efficient and a very powerful way. It really is the process of resetting your course based on more current information. So what are the information data sets that you, you need to consider updating? What are the things that you need to be looking for? Well, number one, you need to identify passions. Number two, 
you should consider the relationships you have in your life. Number three, I believe it's critically important that we evaluate and really look closely at our belief systems. Number four, we should look at the environments that we are presently operating in, be it a job that you're on, the people that you're around, uh, the culture that you're a part of on your job, at your church, at your school, your university, in your circle of friends. What is the environment that is being fostered there? And how is it impacting you? I believe the information we're searching for also includes the awareness of opportunities. Number six, the awareness of possibilities. Number five, what's what's what opportunities are available to me that I've simply been blind to? What, what are the possibilities that somehow I've dismissed? Number seven, I believe we need to consider seasons of life. Seasons of life are all about transition. I mean, you go from one season to the other. You have your school years, you have your early married life, then there's kids, then there's empty nest and retirement. And so all these things are seasons. And it's very important you are framing and filtering all of the inputs regarding your new level through the season of life that you're moving into, not the season of life you've been in. All of these information data sets must be updated. These things do change over the course of our lives. And we tend to get settled into old data, no doubt about it. And we don't necessarily always account for the possibility or the need of updating that data. This is what reconnaissance is all about. It's searching, surveying, gathering, measuring the possibilities. This is the stage where you are seeking to understand. Now I want to share with you some very practical things about developing a reconnaissance strategy. If you're in the stage of transition called reconnaissance, where it's time now for you to seek, to pursue, to understand, to to gather data, to reframe, to reprogram some things, then I want to give you some framework for that. A healthy reconnaissance strategy involves three major components. Number one is the you factor. That's Y-O-U, the you factor. These are the things that you can do to help the process. Number two is the others factor. This is the part of your strategy that doesn't necessarily fall in your lap as far as what you can do to make progress, but it has to do with the effect of and the necessity of the right people being in your life and what they bring to the table. Number three is the God factor. Now, I'm not sure whether you're a person of faith or what your particular religious beliefs are, but let's just frame this as the God factor. It's the supernatural. It's the divine. It's the, it's the part of this process that, quite honestly, you've got little to do with. It's really uh, the, the God of heaven who is driving you and inviting you and helping you to navigate these uncharted territories and find more of what it is that he has prepared for you. Let's talk about the you factor. So the you factor is about practical steps that you can take to begin to more clearly see what is available to you and where you're headed and how you're going to get there. In some cases, you will be doing these exercises for the first time. In other cases, you might be updating older data as we've talked about. In any case, 
I want to strongly encourage you to consider these steps and to do the work necessary to uncover fresh, relevant truth about who you are and what you have and where you're going. So the you factor. Here are practical steps. Number one, I encourage you to take some type of a personality profile assessment, whether it's DISC, Myers-Briggs, there's several others out there, but find a resource. Just Google DISC personality profiles. You'll find a resource where you can actually find out how you're wired internally. What is your dominant personality style? What is your secondary personality style? And how do those things give you insight into this new phase of life that God is leading you into. Number two, this is a big one, one that I really, really believe is helpful. It's taking a strengths assessment. The best one that I found is Strength Finders 2.0. If you'll go to Amazon.com, you'll find the book, Strength Finders 2.0. That will give you a code once you purchase the book that you can go to their website and take an online profile assessment, which will generate for you a very, very accurate, very clear, very vivid picture of your strengths. This, again, this exercise helps you understand your inherent God-given strengths in the work areas, in leadership areas, and family, and so on. Knowing who you are and how you are uniquely equipped provides you with a powerful advantage in carrying out your role and your particular assignment in life. Number three. Create a dreams journal. If you don't have a a little notebook, a composition notebook, or a spiral, or some journal that you write in, I encourage you to get one. Uh, I know you can do journaling digitally, online, Word documents, whatever, but I want to encourage you to get a pen in hand, you know, the old-fashioned thing that has ink in it, and find a notebook or a tablet that you can journal in. As you clear away the old and the obsolete, that's the disconnect phase, What do you see? What begins to reveal itself? Are there dreams that have been covered up by the status quo? List each of those dreams. Write them down. List each and every dream that God begins to reveal to you. Describe it in vivid, colorful detail. Explore the possibilities through new and fresh eyes. Here's what I know about dreams. Many times what we are looking for is already inside of us. We simply have to take the time to allow it to surface, shine the light on it, and then begin to move in the direction of those dreams. Number four, I encourage you to take a relationship inventory. Now, here are several questions to consider. Who do you presently have in your relationship circle that has and you believe will continue to add value on the next level? Who is it that has been a nice friend or acquaintance on the previous level, but likely cannot go with you to the next level? Who do you not know presently that you need to know? Who do you not know presently that needs to know you? Who do you know that knows someone that needs to know you? (laughs) These are plays on words, but they're very, very significant questions. New and meaningful relationships always reveal themselves in this stage, the stage of reconnaissance. Put your antenna up. Be aware. What relationships do you need in your life that will help you to not only arrive on the new level, but to quickly master 
and maximize all the available opportunities on that level for you. Number five, the I want exercise. The I want exercise. The Bible says that God longs to give us the desires of our heart. I've often asked myself this question, well, why would he want to do that? Here's my supposition. I believe that God himself places those desires within us so that we can discover and pursue them. The problem with so many is that we tend to dismiss desires and dreams because we've been told we can't have them, we don't deserve them, or that it's pointless to pursue them. My encouragement to you is this. Become very clear on what is in your heart. What do you want? If you could do anything you wanted with your time and with your resources, what would that be? If you could choose any career, any ministry, any business or area of service, what would that be? If you could live anywhere you wanted to live, where would that be? Make a list. I want and allow the desires of your heart to express themselves on the page and begin to contemplate and meditate on them because I really do believe that God longs to give you the desires of your heart. So one more time, the you factor. Understand your personality by taking a personality profile. Do a strengths assessment so you can be very clear on what your strengths are. Create a dreams journal. Do a relationship inventory on your life. And then also the I want exercise where you list and articulate from your heart those things that you really do want for your life. Let's talk now about the others factor. New relationships always lead to new opportunities. I want you to know that it's very rare for you to really arrive at and succeed at a new level without there having been one or more relationships introduced into your life that were the channel or the bridge to help get you there. My experience over many, many years and several major transitions in life, every time I'm about to graduate to a new level, it comes with the introduction of a new and a wonderful relationship, a strategic relationship, in fact. Number two, good counsel leads to clearer vision and understanding. The Bible says in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. You must surround yourself with people who have something to offer you in the way of counsel. If they've not attained the level you're aspiring to, and if they've not succeeded in the areas you would like to succeed in, that they probably can't offer you sound counsel. Find people and get them around you who can offer you sound, relevant counsel because they've been there, they've done that, and they know how to help you arrive there. Number three, collaboration leads to expanded influence. Collaboration leads to expanded influence. What do I mean by this? Well, here's the thing. We are not designed to do things on our own. There is not a, a world in which Lone wolves and mavericks really do exceptionally well. The most narcissistic, high-profile, even sometimes messed up people need a team. They need collaborators. They need people they partner with on certain levels in order to get the job done. 
Collaboration leads to expanded influence. This is a part of the others factor. Others play a vital role in your life. New relationships, sound counsel, and collaboration. Number four, collective think tanks lead to a 360-degree perspective. I encourage everyone that I know to be a part of a mastermind group or some type of a small accountability group. Ideally, that group is diverse, coming from different backgrounds, different career paths, different levels of experience. Because when I present a problem or a challenge in my business, in my ministry, in that which I am really wanting to create or to develop, I don't just want the perspectives of people that know the same things I know. I want to get the perspectives of people that are looking in as outsiders from different angles because then I can get a 360-degree perspective on my issue and almost always that produces a greater resolution and a greater result. Number five, the resources that you need to achieve your dream oftentimes, if not always, come through a relationship or a referral to another relationship. There's only two things you need in life to succeed, relationships and resources. And if you have to choose, always choose relationships. Always choose to be connected to some other people because in the context of those relationships, the resources are always present. Number six, this should be familiar to you. Jim Rohn says that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I talked about relationship inventories in the you factor. But when it comes to the others factor, it's not just important that you have people in your life. It's critically important that you have the right people in your life. Let's talk about the God factor. Five things that I want you to know about God and his involvement in the process of transition. Number one, God reveals things when and only when you are ready to see them. That's frustrating, nerve-wracking, but I promise you it's the way it works. Here's the thing. Sometimes we're, we're knocking on the door trying to get the answer we need or the answer we think we need when the truth is my heart, my own internal condition, my mindset, my thinking is not even ready to receive the answer that I really do need. So God, because he loves us the way he does and he's a responsible father, He's not withholding from us. He's simply allowing us the time and the space to develop personally, to deal with unreconciled issues so that when he does reveal the next thing to us, we're ready to receive it. Number two, God invites you to trust him even when you can't see the next step in your path. Here's the thing I've learned. Most days I wake up and I don't have a clue what I'm supposed to do in the context of my transition process. I know what my tasks are for the day, but I don't necessarily know what the next step is in the journey. And I have figured out it's okay that I don't have it figured out. I'm going to trust that when I'm ready and things are ready, that step will be revealed to me. I encourage you to trust God in this process. Number three. God speaks and is faithful to guide you as you trust him. I'm not sure what your theology is, but it's my experience and my very strong belief that God does speak to us. I don't serve a mute God. I'm not in a relationship with a father who can't share his heart with my heart. 
one of the skills that you might want to focus on developing is hearing the voice of God. And we've talked about that in other teachings that we've done. But God does speak, and he's always faithful to guide you as you trust him. Just listen. Tune into the right frequency. Turn the volume up and listen because he is speaking. Number four, many times delay is an indication that God is working or preparing something on your behalf. Let me explain. Here's what I found. There are many times when I'm wondering, why is this thing not showing up? Why is something not happening? Why is the next step not being revealed? Oftentimes, it's it's about me and things I've got to be working on and preparing myself for. But sometimes, it might be that God is working on someone else. Or God may be working on a business deal. Or God may be working on a situation that I'm going to at some point converge with, but the timing is not today. Again, patience is a virtue. Be patient with the process because it's not always about you. Sometimes there are other pieces to the puzzle that are being worked out so that when the right time appears, everything flows together and it works properly. Number five, whatever God is doing, I promise you this, it's far greater than anything you can manufacture on your own. I can make things happen. I'm a creator. I'm a strategist. I'm a performer. I can do the deal. I can make good things happen, and they would be good things. What I've learned is is that if I'm patient and if I allow God to guide the process, the end result turns out to be far more significant far more prosperous, far more blessed than anything I could do on my own. The God factor, it really is an important part of the reconnaissance process. Several things that I know. One, it really is a daily thing. I stopped trying to figure out five days, one month, three months, one year down the road. I've stopped trying to put it all together right now. I'm just content in my heart to get up each day and trust the process and allow the pieces of this beautiful picture to be revealed to me one at a time. Some days it looks like this. I hear dad say, hey, Brian, today I want you to take this little step right over here and just step right over here. And I I begin to take that step. And before my foot hits the ground, I don't even see where my foot's going to land. But before my foot does hit the ground, there's a place for me to land there. And it's a place he's prepared. Most of us would go, well, what's next? What's next? Come on. Where are we going? That's just one step. Now I'm stuck again. No, just step where he tells you to step one day at a time. This transition has taken longer than I would have liked. However, I could have never generated the positive, beautiful, incredible results that I'm presently living in today had I not been willing to walk it out one step at a time. Let it unfold. Don't manufacture your future. Rather, become it. Much of the discovery and reconnaissance process is about you getting in touch with who you really are, allowing your heart to be refined towards God and towards your future. I promise you this. If you will stay diligent, if you will remain focused, if you will commit fully to this phase, everything you need to know will be revealed in time. 
And like the pieces of a puzzle, you might start with the corners and then you begin to fill in the sides and then the middle. And it may take a little while for the image to begin to make sense. But at some point, you begin to see a much clearer picture of where it is that God is taking you in this beautiful transition process. In our next session, we're going to be dealing with phase four, redeployment. I look forward to you being with me in that session. Yep, another big one. This whole pursuit of understanding more about where it is you're headed. It's a big deal. It's necessary, and I trust that you're fully engaged in that process even as we speak. You can find all the show notes for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 187. That's brianholmes.com forward slash 187. And, you know, I mention this just about every week, but I want to encourage you right now to subscribe to our weekly email updates. If you've not already done that, this is a great time to do it. We have just released a new publication that I am incredibly proud of, and it is its own standalone product. By that, I mean you can actually purchase this in our store as well as what I'm about to share with you. But if you've not yet subscribed to our weekly email updates, I want to encourage you to do that right now. What we do is we send out one email a week. Occasionally, there might be a second, but usually it's one a week. Just a digest of our Monday Mastery episode, our blog post, anything we've shared that might be helpful in your journey, uh, certainly our podcast episodes, just so you can have access to it in one email. For doing so, we want to give you something we've called our personal transformation profile. This is a 15-page tool that will absolutely unlock for you so many wonderful things. It's based on our four cornerstones message, and it walks you through questions and profile profile ideas on personal healing, personal discovery, personal development, and personal deployment. When you finish this exercise, if you choose to do this, I promise you, you will be months, if not years ahead of where you were in your personal and leadership development journey. Go right now to brianholmes.com. You'll find that resource top right-hand corner of our website. Subscribe to the weekly email updates, and I know it'll benefit you greatly. Also, if you have enjoyed what you've heard here today, share this episode with someone you love and care about. Uh, Put it out there on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, all the places that you do social interaction. We would greatly appreciate that. I have a very exciting and wonderful announcement for you in relationship to the Four Cornerstones and how you can develop your life uh, to that next level we've been talking so much about. We'll be right back after this message. Well, I'm excited to share with you the opportunity of diving even deeper in your personal journey toward building the strategic life you were intended to live. We've been talking about the four cornerstones for strategic living around here for a very long time, and now you can access an online video course and the four cornerstones for strategic living book for yourself. If you are intrigued by this topic, if you felt as though you needed someone to come alongside of you and help you to walk out the process of personal healing, personal discovery, personal development, and personal deployment, 
I'm inviting you to visit our website at brianholmes.com forward slash 4CS, like four cornerstones, but 4CS. You'll find information there about how you can enroll in a course of study or in reading the book and take your life and your leadership to the next level. I invite you personally right now to go with me on this journey. Let's build a strategic, a powerful, and a meaningful life together. Well, a few closing thoughts for you today. Listen, you are called to transition for the purpose of going to a higher level in your life, a higher level of leadership, a higher level of influence, a higher level of effectiveness on all levels. This process is not always easy, but I want to challenge you today. Stay firm in your commitment to this journey. You've started well. Now finish well. Do the work necessary. Find a coach or a mentor that will help you navigate through these various stages we've been talking about. You can do this, and I am very confident that you will. Next week, we'll be talking about redeployment. I hope that you will join us. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.